Hey guys, what's going on? It's your boy Jacob Westbrook here. We've got a very special edition of MuttCast for you today. This is our technical run preview episode. We were working on some technical issues and that's why you'll hear my mic bug out a bit. Um, well, unfortunately, we didn't have everyone with us today, as Alex couldn't be here. He's working on personal stuff right now, so hopefully he can get back soon. But yeah, you have uh, me, 205, and Austin here with you today, so hopefully you guys listen, subscribe to us on iTunes, and enjoy the show. Hey guys, what's going on? You got me, Austin, and 205 here with you today, talking basically Mutt 19 preview stuff. This is the preview episode for our Mutt podcast, which is Muttcast Weekly. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher right at the moment. Um, so, like we were talking before we started, it's going to be a pretty tough upgrade for that Ryan uh, Shazier 19 MasterCard. Yeah, and... What I was probably going to say, because we were talking about it a little bit earlier, about like when we're going to start seeing, like, nine, like, I think the, I'm looking at it here. It says when you uh, win 60 multiplayer games is when you earn the Mutt Master 92 overall token. Um, I'd probably say we're probably not going to see, like, high Shazier until, like, regularly until October, maybe. So I don't think should be worrying about it too much right away. Uh, I I, I kind of think I would want to say October, but with the way Madden, how early Madden is coming out this year, oh that's and knowing true. That there, and knowing that there's gonna be some streamer or YouTuber who's gonna pretty much no life it for the views. I mean that's yeah. pretty much what so is gonna happen. The views are gonna be popping, so I'm sure there'll be somebody that'll probably finish it in the middle of September, maybe. But I don't think like the full version from what I was reading is probably not probably not gonna see nobody with it to like December. Cause I guess there's another set of goals to like get all the chemistries formed. So that's what I think. Yeah, so what I read is like those other set of goals I think are gonna be the same as what the Sean Taylor ones were, except like that'll help you to get them up to probably like maybe ninety seven overall with another chem. But yeah, I mean, we're gonna find out more when the game comes out. We really don't know a ton right now, so right. We'll definitely find out way more when the game comes out because I haven't looked at the yardage and stuff that you need to obtain Shazier. I've been meaning to look. I just haven't had time. But I just know it's gonna be tough to obtain early on from the information I've gotten so far. I know I've seen four hundred passing touchdowns, and we all know how much I hate to pass. Yeah. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Right, but that is my game plan. We all know you hate to pass, but the more passing there is in my game plan, for me, the better. I would I, w- I would love if Madden was more pass-heavy, but I just feel like this is probably going to be another run-heavy year. I don't know. We'll have to see how the zones play, but I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. Because from what I understand, zone coverage is not going to be like... Nine, it's not going to be 91 is the end-all, be-all this year. Yep. Like, I understand it to be that the zones are definitely going to be higher this year. And 
I'm just looking forward to seeing that change because... That made a lot of good cards not relevant because they all played the same this last month. So that's really what I'm looking forward to in the next Madden. So what do you guys think of the new Team Diamond cards that they've promoted so far? I haven't had a ton of time to look at them, so if anybody has, they can speak really quick. But I'm going to go peek at them uh, right now, literally, so... I've seen some uh, decent ones. I've seen a few of the, you know, the game changer guys that have showed gameplay on a few of the diamonds or pretty much all of them. I feel like some teams are kind of, I think they range from, uh, I want to say like 88 to 92. And obviously the 92s are the cream of the crop. Um, and I think there's maybe only three of them, if I'm not mistaken. There's uh. I think there's five. There, yeah, I'm looking at it right here. It's Ndamukong Sue, Xavier Rhodes, Jalen Ramsey, Lane Johnson, Tom Brady, and Le'Veon Bell. So is that six? Yeah, it's six. Why did they give that bum Ndamukong Sue a nine? I really don't know. Aaron Donald should have got it over him. I am very glad. Him. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not too sure on uh, I felt like Gurley maybe should have got that team diamond um, for the Rams. Um, there's a few that I kind of feel like could have, you know, I'm honestly, I'm honestly surprised that a fan favorite Anthony Barr didn't get the Vikings one. Yeah. I'm really surprised about that because that's how Madden really would have sucked people in. Yeah. Cause Anthony, cause like coming from a Vikings fan myself, like I love Anthony Barr, but speaking on the Madden community too, like he got a golden ticket and then, well, a, block, like block, he for block, sure block, got that blockbuster, block, block. yeah, 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 and he was because he's so fast and he's so tall. He's been a popular user throughout the whole time Mud Eighteen was out. So, like you said, it would have made a lot of sense for him to get the team diamond because that would have got people spending money if they could get bar pretty early. But yeah, I don't know, like a legitimate one pretty early. Yeah, man. Oh, he's a legend. I was about to say, the, they gave a fullback a team diamond. I was about to say, who who feels bad for that team right there? Like, that that would have been fun. Um, that would oh, I got something. How do you guys feel about the power-ups this year? Do you feel like that was a great move from last year's power-ups? Or do you think it's going to be, like, kind of confusing to get into this time? I mean, it, uh, okay. Go yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, you, you, you go ahead. It's your podcast. <laughs> uh, it's our podcast. We're all, we're yeah. all a team here. <laughs> yeah. We're a team here. Um, no, it, it feels like it's kind of an upgrade, but I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm definitely all in on this without knowing like way, way, way more because again, most of us haven't even gotten our hands on the game yet. And, yeah. you know, we haven't looked, been able to sit there and play with it a little bit and go, hey, you know, I'm, I like this power-up system or I don't like it. Um, another thing is, like, I think the Mutthead tool is really cool. Not trying to promote anybody or anything because, you know. No, Mutthead's fantastic. Promote the hell out of them. <laughs> no, because they, they have a competing podcast there, bud. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In all seriousness, like, they have a great tool. 
that you can use for like the power-up stuff that you were showing us in the group the other day and i went around and looked at it and i was like this tool is really neat and a lot of people should really use it like when you're considering power-up cards like i don't know why nobody else thought of this idea and was like hey we should probably do this and get advantage on this before 19 comes out i mean that's all i got for the power-up system right now till i actually get my hands on the game yeah, so, like, I feel the same way you do. Like, none of us have the game in our console right now. None of us are playing it, so we don't really know how it's going to look in the game off of a couple YouTube videos we've seen. The one thing, like, I'm super excited about it. Like, the more in any video game, there can be more of, like, that kind of late night, get your notebook out and write on, like, the sheet of paper, like, how you're going to spend your training points. I love that. That's, like... Full customization, I think it's really, really cool, but I think initially, like, any guy or girl who's, like, under the age of 16 that's going to be playing this game will have no idea how this works. Like, I feel like this is going to put people on an island right away, because this looks, like, way more complex than it was last year. Yeah, because, I mean, you had, what, the power-up sets, which came out, in like, during first launch, um, that, you know, they came out during first launch, you had the sets and they stayed the same throughout the year. And, like, other than, you know, oh, hey, this card came out, we'll add it to it. Like, whereas this year, they're, they said they could add more players to the power-up program who have great years. So that way, it's not like you have a card that's useless. And plus, with the power-down system this year... That makes it ten times better this year, too, because last year that was a big complaint. I mean, yeah. granted, you know, they did kind of reward us at the end there with, hey, guys, we're going to, uh, you know, we're going to let you do your thing. Like, we're going to let you use these power-ups that you gained throughout the year to get rookie premier cards, which I, I, I'm not going to lie. I had Telvin, uh, which I was mad he did not get an up freaking team of the week master but that's he definitely should have that's that is a that is a way another story because 205 spent like three hours talking about how mad i was because <laughs> I, I had just invest i had invested in the guy when he got the team of the week master that one week i invested in him i got him like a couple of the heroes power-ups so it definitely helped me in doing the rookie premieres I got because I took Saquon, which I feel like everybody did. Derwin, yeah, yeah, me too. Roquan Smith yep. and Denzel Ward was the last one I took because I was like, I'm not really going to need a quarterback. I always replace my quarterback pretty early on. And why would I get Sam Darnold when I'm not even confident he's going to have a good year? Yeah, speaking on that Barkley, like I think of like there's definitely a couple positions that would benefit you right away. But, like, Barkley's starting at a 79 with 85 speed, and he's a big, chunky running back. I feel like he's going to be a really solid, like, probably even the first month people could still be running with Barkley for a while, and he'll be a solid number one running back, and you won't have to spend any coin there. I could see him being a number one, maybe a number two if you're a huge money, money player. Like, yeah. if you get, uh, let's say legends i'm trying to think of the halfback legend is there a halfback legend yet i'm gonna look it up for you right now yeah it's uh terrell davis is one of the uh ones you can pick i know he's one of the uh hall of fame guys but i 
like I don't know if there's so so here's a funny thing I'm, I'm on mudhead right now and I just filtered by halfback there's no legend running backs it looks like it launched the highest one is Bell and then there's a team diamond Melvin Gordon and then it just goes to core elites and there's a couple flashbacks and veterans mixed in but yeah there's no legend running backs day one right now other than obviously the Hall of Fame uh Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. For the pre-order for the Hall of Fame edition, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it now, and I don't think they count uh, those uh, Hall of Fame players. I mean, they might. I'm not sure. I don't see them on yet. Oh, well, they might like for their lower ratings. I'm not sure. That's oh, hey, so I got a question for you guys. What's up? I feel like I've been talking like crazy here. Go ahead. So, uh, so. I definitely have feelings on red cams, but I want to hear what you guys are hoping for for red cams coming into 19. Like, if there's a red cam you want to get better, you want to get worse, like, what are you guys' feelings on red cams? 205, this is you. Take it away. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, as probably more of a, I guess you can say I'm probably like a 60, 40, 60 run, 40 pass type of guy. It was very, very annoying knowing you're going up against full teams with secure tacklers. Um, I kind of feel like there should have been something to, like, balance it, like, counterbalance it, you know, to where it's not, like, a nuisance. And, you know, it opened up – it it would open up more variety because typically last year you was running teams with – Upwards of probably nine dudes with secure tackler, and then you know how are you supposed? There's there was no running, uh, you know, uh, ability Kim to balance it out. So I think I would like for them to scale back on the secure tackler. Which from a video I seen, I said I saw that Sean Taylor had it in 18, and he's not gonna have it in 19. Which that'll help. Well, so one of the things that I heard is that like them taking away thresholds this year, the new thresholds I heard at least, and we don't have the game yet. So it's all almost kind of speculation right now, but basically from what I heard, red cams are going to be kind of thresholded this year to where like your tackling has to basically get to a certain number for you to be able to unlock secure tackler is what I heard. That's what I've seen in a lot of the YouTube videos is the, uh, like there are going to be thresholds to get those to unlock those abilities. I think that was something they were wanting to work on last year, with the word like thresholds being thrown out there and all this and all that. But I don't think it got applied really well. Um, I feel like they kind of just dropped the ball a little bit last year. But other, I mean, we'll see. We'll see when the game comes out. I'm. I hope they do tone down Secure Tackler because basically to be able to play defense, you had to have a team of Secure Tacklers, especially late last year in Madden 18. Like, and it was ridiculous that I had to have almost everybody on my defensive line have Secure Tackler. Almost all of my linebackers have Secure Tackler. Almost all of my DBs have Secure Tackler. And you have to play defense that way. And especially with what you were just saying, like, right when you finished, like, DBs, that was huge because, like, DB secure tacklers were so damn expensive last year that you were breaking the bank just to make sure that your corners could contain on the outside back when Barry during Thanksgiving was spinning and juking everybody. So 
it was just like unnecessary. At least I felt like yeah, having secure tackler be that LP. Yeah, well, not only secure tackler, but also the spin move and the juke yeah. Move. Well, not the juke move as much, but the spin move early on was really OP, and then they kind of nerfed it, but not to where I was like, "Oh, this is great. I'm gonna be fucking comfortable with this," you know? Yeah. The spin move. I'm on. I'm gonna say it right now. It was honestly bullshit. It was garbage. Yeah, having somebody basically run tight slots and just sweet and doing a pitch with Barry, and like in November, December, seeing four of your guys fly to the sidelines because Barry put his foot in the ground and spun. That was like playing weekend league every weekend and running into that same scenario, like six or seven games at least out of your twenty-five. That's what made like me want to quit so early because it was just so stressful. Like, I, I'm not gonna lie, that made me rage quit a couple of times because that would be like oh for sure that would be like. Okay, that is that is just garbage. That is just awful. I'd be absolutely okay if there was no red cams in the game at all. I feel like that would make the game better, but I mean there is positives to having some red cams in the game, so Okay, my thoughts on the red cams. I want red cams, but I don't want them until we get like to where March, April, you know, when the game's getting kind of stale on that end and you know it seems like they're not wanting to do that they're wanting to do more of hey we'll do it this way um yeah. i would appreciate them more on uh like i feel like red kims should be like stuck to like master cards promo masters legends like i mean you put a legend in the game i kind of feel like legends have earned their right to already have a particular red Kim because they played already. They, you know what I'm saying? They've done what they've done already. I feel like you're living in my brain because that's like the same thought process I have. That's so crazy. <laughs> like, I, I kind of feel like, you know, like a team of the week master should have a red Kim. Now, a, a red Kim that makes sense, I kind of feel like some of the times with quarterbacks, some wide receivers, you kind of like kill them by putting the wrong red Kim on them or even the wrong chemistries on them in general. Yeah. Um, even though uh, wide receivers really all should kind of sort of have playmaker, kind of. That's another red Kim that I, I, I that that kind of segue in, me into playmaker. I kind of feel like playmaker was highly overused, and it was very. If you didn't have a playmaker wide receiver, you were pretty much doomed. I kind of think that was a meta problem, in my opinion. I kind of think. That mutt has a like a meta problem, where oh, for it's sure. like I mean, everybody should have, you know, this kind of card, this player. It kind of takes away from like, like I'll compare it to like the ultimate team, such as like two Ks my team. Two Ks my team kind of has where you don't necessarily have to have like the best players. But you still have a chance to win. But it's like you see so many of these, you know, certain type of players that it kind of kills the rarity. And it kind of messes up the market a little bit here or there. Because I remember in past Madden's, it's like, you know, they just kind of did a better job of, like, keeping the market value for certain cards where it doesn't, like, super tank once another card comes out. Yeah. 
No, so like uh, uh, the only thing I was gonna add, and I'm trying to look at Mudhead right now and some of the Mud 19 players, but one of the really weird things, like secure tackler, was like I'd have to look at some specific examples, but I know there was cards that they have secure tackler on them, but their tackle rating itself was only like high 70s or low 80s. Like it's just like it felt like stamping that come on was just put so many guys that had like 99 tackle theoretically in the game and the other day i was loading all my old maddens back on so i could make sure i had that that loyalty deal where you could get like those three 83 overall players or whatever and i booted up madden 16 and like madden 15 and stuff and it's just like it was simpler like there wasn't all those red cams and stuff back then and what 205 was talking about like you could be way more customizable with your team because like you had a fighter's chance even if you're going up against 99s it wasn't 99s with unfakeable 99s with secure tackler 99s with this and that like it was still a fair matchup so i don't know I just wish they'd go away from red cams, but that's just me. I'm not saying they should. I I mean, red cam, because, I mean, it's part of, you know, like, evolution. But I don't see how, with Madden being, like, a competitive game the way it is, I don't see how, even though the pros typically play salary cap, and the red cams really don't be in salary cap like that that much or whatever, but I don't see how you could let even the best players in your game lean on something like that to, like, you know, get them over the top. Yeah. I'm just going to use him as an example. I've been watching Problem play Madden since way since probably he started playing Madden. Like, way back when they had the, the what was that, the Madden bus thing on ESPN. I love that show! I started watching, I started watching Problem then. I, even I all love through that all show! Of these, even all through all of these Maddens, no matter what, I've seen Problem scuff people with subpar players just based off of skill. That's kind of what, they're just kind of like leaning me towards playing more Madden. But, yeah, like, I don't know how they can... I just think that Brad Kim should be limited, not like all over the place. And for sure, there should really be no corners that have secure tackler outside of maybe like Night Train Lane and Mel Blunt and Golden Tickets whenever they come out. Hey guys, Westbrook here. Just wanted to remind you, like I said in the intro, that this is going to be the preview episode we were working out technical difficulties but where it sounded like they had we actually had some good talking points i wanted to give you guys the chance to listen and give you guys the chance to uh give feedback on our show because we're not doing this just for us i mean we are doing it for us because we love madden and it's something we want to do but we also want to give you guys the chance to say hey we want you to do more of this and less of this and just give us your feedback and hopefully you guys will subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you're listening and hopefully we'll see you on August 8th. Let's get back to the show. Who is a, a legend that we haven't seen in a while that you would like or one that's never been in the game that you would like to see this particular well, Madden? So, like, I was just talking about Charles Tillman, but I saw because um, I was on Reddit when I was at work today and someone was talking about how the like salute to service promo 
or just like any kind of promo like having like pat tillman back in the game or like there's got to be like some other legends and i know there's got to be like the whole ea rights behind it like they have to sign with them to have their rights in the game but i mean like it'd be fantastic if they just came out with the list and said like these are all the guys that have signed with us and we could pick from this pool so that we kind of know that there's a chance of somebody getting in the game because right now we're kind of in the dark on it so right uh one let's like to see back they had him in 17 um but for 18 i definitely want a brett Favre card back like i love brett Favre card in uh madden 17 i definitely oh it's a christmas promo card yeah i love that card yeah that was a that was a really good one i'm trying to think of some other i mean coming from just being a Vikings fan. I don't even know because they got Randall in the game this year, and then they got John Randall's a really cool. Because I don't know when's the last time John Randall was a legend in Madden. I feel like it's. Uh, I want to say it was. I want to say John Randall has been around the last couple. I want to say. I can't remember him being in 17, but I'm not really sure. I don't think he was in 17. I don't remember him being in 17 myself personally. I mean, I know there's been definitely a few staples, which, I mean, we all know that uh, Michael Vick is coming at oh, some point. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, which, I don't know. I'm not going to say I don't know how. I, I love I love Vick, but I hope he comes out at, like, a, a proper time where it's not like, you know what I'm saying, he kind of low-key comes out in a point in every Madden where there's not enough speed on defense to keep up with him. Well, like, I'm so I'm completely cool with there being cards that are OP. Because, like, we were talking about it earlier, how, like, legends should be better than core elites because they're legends and stuff. And, I like, for the most part, I think in 18, they kind of dropped the ball with, like, the legend Michael Vick. Even though he was, like, OP, like, I kind of wish that Vick was saved for later in the year. I think it was, was it 16 or 17 that there was crazy hype behind him because he he opened up the ultimate legends for that year and his card was unreal and then his like 24 hour card was even better but i think it might have been 17 that was i can't six, 16? 16 yeah 16 i 16? think yeah yeah, like, That's he came retired. out, yeah, because he came out, Ultimate Legends come out a little bit around, what month did they come out in? I can't even March remember. March-ish, like, yeah. March, March. Yeah, so, like, saving Vic for, like, around that time, I think is probably a good idea. I feel like they released him a little bit too early in 18, and I'm no pack opener at all, but I do think it's cool to have like with legends and stuff having like the set legend and then like the 24 hour pack legend i think that's kind of cool because it just adds more variety with the cards and stuff too yeah i definitely kind of feel like they dropped the ball with that this year uh not having like the regular legend the set legend and then the boss legend i kind of feel like that was uh yeah they they that, they dropped the ball on that because i mean as much as we some of us might not like the open packs because i mean i know i i really don't either um but we know there is a part of the community that does like to open up their wallets and that's fine you know that however you would like to enjoy the game we'll let, let you enjoy the game your way yeah uh you know i'm more of a grinder i do kind of think that they should have definitely did the set the the boss and then just a regular one or if you're not gonna do that um save them for the ultimate legends and then have like 
you know, like a regular Ultimate Legend and like a like I really wish they would bring back the OD, uh, you know, hundred plus stat legends. Ultimate yeah, that'd legends be really stuff sweet. like that. I wish they would do that. And but I guess I mean maybe they will. Who knows? Uh speaking on like 205's point really quick about grinding. I don't know why this popped in my head, but I like I feel like this is this was a really controversial thing with 18. They haven't said anything about it in 19, so we'll find out when the game comes out. But with Level Master coming back, and I mean, you guys are probably going to share the same feelings I have. I'll let you speak on it. But like, so you grind through your levels and stuff, and you get to like level 35, for example, and you unlock that 35 pack. I like, I feel like having like the better pack restricted purely behind points like that sucks like i feel like there should be like coin options to buy all packs for the leveling up like i'm sure you guys feel the same way yeah i definitely feel the same way um especially being like i was telling you guys a new dad my wallet's congratulations by the way thanks uh she turned six months on the 24th she's healthy she's doing great but that kind of restricts my wallet because you know i'm kind of in a boat where you have responsibilities and like most people and you know is a video game that important important i feel like they should have a coin and point option for every leveling up pack I can understand why they don't do it for other packs, but leveling up pack, it just makes no sense to me. Okay, now yeah. I, I, I'm going to say, I mean, I don't have a problem with, like, I'm a grinder, but, like, I don't have a problem spending money. I don't have a problem with it. It, it would it would have to be, like, I would say, like, a legend that has not been in a game or, like, a legend that hasn't been in a game in a long time for me to just, like, go absolutely crazy on packs right. but like i kind of feel like if you're gonna give packs for levels i don't even think you should have to pay coins i think that That's should be a really like a, point. I, I think it should be more of like an appreciation thing for the fact that we like played the game that long to be able to get to you know the level and don't get me wrong here i understand ea isn't a business like ea is a business their main pro goal is to make money but like the leveling up stuff that's kind of what's the word i'm looking for here that's that's kind of like just basically spitting in our face maybe is the phrase i'm searching for because you grind you grind you grind and you're like oh i want that pack for getting to this level and then all of a sudden they're like oh sorry you have to spend money yeah no that's totally right spit in the face like especially with like the best of the best pack like you grind all the way like you have played days of madden to get all the way up to that top level pack and you got to spend twenty dollars for it like come on man that's just and you don't even uh, guaranteed 99 at that point i'll even yeah. I, we can even add on to the way one of the most popular games is right now fortnite is a very very popular game right now for the time being probably until stuff like madden and 2k start coming out i hope um, it's popular forever I, it's a really fun game as do i because i play it too but even taking something from their game they every couple of months you spend ten dollars on a battle pass and you have access to basically not spend money on the extra skins or spend money if you so choose it would be kind of interesting to see if, what would happen if madden did something like that like maybe not just a flat out ten dollars maybe some type of 
I wouldn't know a good price range, but maybe like, I don't know, like you pay, I don't know, like $50 for six months, then you get like all the level up packs for free or something. I mean, I don't know. Something. Well, I mean, uh, like the one thing that's been like floating around on Reddit for a while is the idea and a couple of devs have like commented on it being kind of leery on saying specific terms on it, but like Madden going into like a three-year cycle basically where we don't pay 60 for the game every year. We'd buy Madden. I don't know how much the price would be. We'd have to like figure out what that is, but you'd buy Madden, but it'd be the same game for three years and they would just keep updating everything. I don't know how that would work with Ultimate Team, but that's probably how they could Fortnite their way per se into having like a battle pass so that you buy it for like every single year or whatever. I'm not really sure how it works. I think if it's done right, it could be a good idea because I kind of feel like they shortchange the games. That way they can like, um, I mean, it wouldn't take them nothing to really update a roster. Roster update shouldn't take long at all. And just you're just kind of like layering on every year. So, you know, it's not like, a game has a problem and you kind of like shut it off per se because it's like madden as a whole never comes out completed and it's always something there's always something and then they always do updates and patches throughout like the year and stuff yeah okay just a real quick wrap up give me three things you guys don't want to see back from mutt 18 well, i'm sure well, i mean 205 kind of touched on some of the right. stuff with red cans but i'll let uh either you guys go first spill whatever you want to say uh 205 three things i don't want to see come back yeah like it could be promos it can be the way things were played whatever. um okay i did not appreciate the lack of the lack of promos this year i kind of feel like they they were a little lazy with promos so you want to see an uptick basically is what you're saying more promos which would be good. Uh, yeah, I, I would appreciate more promos, yes. Because, for us, because we plan on, I don't know about you guys, but I at least want to do a special episode, like, for every promo this year. Oh, for sure. I'm totally down for that. Because that would be great. Yeah, but we'll get into that uh, later. Another thing, I don't like the card repetition. Like, um, like there being, we'll say, four or five Tom Brady's. Four or five Le'Veon Bells. Four or five Antonio Browns. Yeah. I kind of feel like there should be... Uh, I wish they would really pay attention to the football games. So maybe there is this silver card that actually had a great game, or a great season for that matter, and don't even get the card that he deserves. And I kind of feel like they don't do a great job with, like, would you say, like the Team of the Week Masters. I don't think they do a good job with that. I think they just kind of... It's like popularity contest for that week, pretty much. I don't think they really choose the proper ones. It's and, it's absolutely uh, a popularity contest. Like I mean, we could go on that forever. But. And and I kind of wish there was a consistency on the market as far as you know how like there were some chemistries that was more expensive than other chemistries. I kind of wish there was just like you know like a flat line base price for every card. Like you know like everything was just kind of like there's like a baseline. It's not like you get on Mudhead and you're like, oh, look, the, oh, look, you know, like I just pulled the most expensive one because it has these chemistries. I wish that was kind of, the chemistries would kind of not determine the price of the car. Yeah. All right, Austin. 
Yeah, so uh, it was three things we don't want to see in 19, right? That were in 18 that you don't want to see back. <sighs> okay, yeah. So I, I definitely agree with 205's point about the uh, the promos. Uh, the other thing I was going to say is I think it was Mutt 17. Like David Johnson had seven different cards or something. Like just and, – and EA is totally out to make money like every company is. I understand that. But like what 205 was saying – like there's there's a beauty behind like if a silver card for example balls out like week three there's a beauty behind like a no name getting like a 90 overall card because on one hand everybody's like oh wow like who is this guy i've never even heard of him before so that player is getting more exposure and there's just a bigger like fan base for the card and two it's adding more variety on the market because there's not just the same david johnson ezekiel elliott's ruling the running back market forever so card variety heading into 19 i like 17 and 18 i don't feel like there's been a ton of variety i'd like there to be more um so card variety promos the only other thing is just uh toning down the uh the red cams i i know we talked about it earlier on the podcast with you basically having to run like seven to almost all 11 guys in your defense with a secure tackler because that was a necessity because it ruled the game. I feel like if they tone down chemistry is being important and more toned up certain players being important, I think that would one give people a better chance of customizing their roster more because it is ultimate team. It's based the whole point of this mode is like if you were collecting cards at your local card store, but you could play with them on a video game now. So there should be more variety. So toning down red cams to give other cards a chance to be in everyday lineups would be really cool. That's basically my three things. All right, just really quick. My three things, I mean, you guys hit on a lot of them, but promos. Okay, nobody really talked about this part as much. I hated, hated the some of the promos this year. Like, some of the promos, it felt like they were just like, oh, you know, here's a promo, but it's not really a friggin' promo. It's you have to do this, this, and this to be able to get the card, which the replays one, I get, I give a break because it was kind of cool, especially at the end, if you earned all 17 replay tokens like I did because that gave me a full Ultimate Legend, basically, and a Nat Golden Ticket. Or, you know, if you didn't complete all 10, but you still had the options to do others. Boss Battles was another promo I felt like was complete hot trash. Like, tell me if you guys disagree with that one. I totally agree with you there. That was, ugh. Because it felt like that promo was just basically them saying, oh, we're going to put some cards into the game, but not a lot. I just feel like that was done too late with the way that the 99 started rolling out the stuff. So, like, those, at the end of the day, those 99s were pretty much pointless. <laughs> they, yeah. They, they just were. Well, uh, promos, they need, they definitely need more. They definitely need to be better. Uh, like, they, they definitely fucked up Christmas this year. There is no other way to put it. Christmas. Yeah, that was... Yeah, we could spend a whole podcast talking about how much of a letdown this Christmas promo was compared to past years. I mean, just to hit on the quick points, my favorite part of Christmas was ghosts, and they didn't have that. I'm still waiting on my fucking answer, EA. Where are the ghosts? Where <laughs> yeah. are they? Um, 
No, in all seriousness, though, um, they did drop the ball on the Christmas promo pretty badly. They fucked it up. But, you know, promos, more solos. We need more solos for the grinders out there because it felt like, especially towards the end, they just gave up. They were just like, here's some solos. Maybe. Once every, what, couple of, maybe every couple of weeks? Maybe. Besides, like, I'm not counting boss battles and replays. I'm talking about brand new solos that weren't in the game before. Like, how how often did you guys feel like the lack of solos was a problem? Well, God, wasn't it like the Mud Heroes promo? I'm pretty sure I'm screwing up what promo was. But remember there was a pay gate behind it? You had to pay to play solos? Like, I just, yeah, I feel yeah, like, yeah, that it was. was the, it was the first Mud Heroes. The original yeah, Mud Heroes. What a joke. Like where you had to buy the, uh, the, either the, you chose what uniform you wanted. You chose one and you had to buy the other. Basically. They screwed you on, they screwed you on that part, basically. Um, and then the last thing I want definitely is, if I have to sit here and think about it, and, I mean, that's basically the big two. Um, we talked about it a lot earlier, red kits. I want to see let like them be less powerful i want to see them be friggin like I, I i like the idea of the way they're doing it this year but i want to see like austin said them tone down on those and then tone up certain cards being better because they're better overall like there were times where a 99 overall would get beat by like a 93 and you're like what the fuck yeah. And they're playing the game like, what the fuck? This guy has this, this, and this, and the other guy has this, this, and this, and should not be beating this guy by that much. But I don't know. We'll see come uh, August 2nd for you EA Access guys, August 7th for the Hall of Fame edition, and August 10th for the regular game. Yeah, I'm sitting on my PS4 cave, so I have to wait for everybody with EA Access to have fun with the game for me to play, so. <laughs> Alrighty, well, that's going to do it for the preview. Um. You can follow me on Twitter at MuttheadOSU205. Um, uh, at SoloReject underscore. And then uh, my Twitter, uh, or Austin's Twitter, um, is Austin underscore Thune, T-H-U-N-E. Alrighty, well, we will see you guys back on August 8th for the very actual first episode of uh, Mutt Weekly, or Muttcast. We'll see you guys then.